Welcome to podcast number 65 on May 25th of 2022. My name is Ian Duncan MacDonald. I am the author of four investment books. Today, I will first answer five questions that I've received, and then I will begin reading from chapter one of my first investment book, Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing. Question number one. How do the readers of your investment books respond to what you have written? An interesting question. The following are few excerpts from correspondence I've received from readers. Often, I do respond directly to the interesting questions that the readers raise. I appreciate their insights. It gives me direction and what to address in the next book I write and confirms that I'm addressing what they are interested in. For example, Paul writes, I've had similar experience as you describe with investment advisors. Not good. Lots of money down the drain. There are a multitude of investment newsletters out there all yelling for my dollars because they know the next best thing, but all of their promises fade in the light of day. Your approach is invaluable. I'm completely aligned with 20 stocks to spread risk and dividend stocks, but I've never found any reliable judgment criteria by which to select the best ones. Finding out about your approach is very exciting. You're the ideal person to dive deeply into a company and understand what their actual business risks are given your background with Dunn and Bradstreet at Equifax. Paul also wrote, I have read many times your thoughts. Quote, If both the score drops below 50 and the dividend drops below 5%, then consider selling. What you've given me below are the operational details and you've subjectively outlined how to apply these to actual situations. Very helpful. I did look at subscores of 11 categories, and I'm very glad you again reminded me to ignore speculators caught up in their feeding frenzy. An earlier statement you told me is also very helpful in understanding the process. When you retire, you will not be paying your bills with a percent. You will be paying them with the dollars realized from your portfolio. This is key to wanting stocks with increasing dividends as well as increasing share prices. This is a reason I've concluded that most close-end funds are not what I want. Besides relying on financial managers to make the investment selections, the majority of them do not grow their share price over time. There are many that have multiple decades paying steady, higher than market income, but the share prices have barely budged in 30 or 40 years. I've spent more time looking at strong companies with current yields that are a bit lower, but they have been growing quickly. There appear to be several very nice choices that would be strong candidates for stable income generation. John, another reader, wrote, I've met with five private wealth advisors. 
groups of two to three, who have put on their dog and pony show, and everything you have taught me so far rings true. With their cut and paste solutions made up of mutual funds, ETFs, high-yield junk bonds, structured notes, and even GIC proposals, they really don't care what happens to my money. They simply want to add another notch to the belts. Speaking with others who have investments with advisors, I am confirming that people commit blindly to these slick operators who only care about what it may earn them, not their clients who have worked hard and trust them with their money. Question number two. What tips do you have for investors? I have come up with the following 10 short tips. Number one, invest in financially strong businesses, paying high dividends because dividends come from profits. Number two, invest equally in no fewer than 20 companies and no more than 30 to minimize the impact of one stock deviating from a successful historical pattern. Number three, review each stock's share prices and dividend payouts for the last 20 years to choose stocks that are ever growing. Number four, don't invest in anything that is expensive to acquire, has ongoing fees, and no chance for capital gain. For example, preferred shares, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, and so on. Number five, do not borrow money to invest in stocks. Number six, only invest in stocks that you would intend to own for the rest of your life. Number seven, to avoid having to speculate, live on your dividend income. Number eight, only when you sell a stock do you incur capital gain and pay income tax on the gain. Number nine, listen to investment recommendations, but always thoroughly verify their credibility. Number 10, to know why and what you are invested in, you must manage your own portfolio. Question number three, should you only invest in the standard and poor 500 stocks. I do not really understand the attraction of investing in the S&P 500. I recently scored all financially strong companies traded on the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ, paying dividends over 3.5%. The score for each stock is out of 100. I do not touch stocks scoring under 50. Very, very few S&P 500 companies met the minimum criteria. Most failed because their dividends do not come anywhere close to 3.5%. When I ignored the 3.5% criteria, few, if any, scored higher than 55. The highest score I've ever calculated was a 78, and it sure wasn't an S&P 500. Many 
of the highest-scoring companies traded on the New York Stock Exchange cannot be included in the S&P 500 because they are foreign-owned. For example, Rio Tinto, a British-American tobacco, and the five safest banks in North America, who are all Canadian. If you want a generous, reliable, dividend income combined with share price growth, you're unlikely to find it in the S&P 500. All you seem to have with the S&P 500 is a big blob of very large, mediocre companies. Question number four. I'm afraid that there will be a stock market crash in 2022. Should I cash out my 401k and pay the penalties involved? If you were invested in financially strong companies, paying high dividends, all that happens in a market crash is that your share prices drop by 50%. But surprise, surprise, your dividends keep rolling in as always. You can look back at the historical records of such companies and you always see that their share prices recover and reach new record highs. Fearful speculators control share prices that cause market crashes. They do not control the profits of companies. The revenue and expense decisions made by the executives of a company generate profits. From profits come dividends. If you look back at the dividend payment of companies in 2008 and 2020, you will see confirmation that financially strong companies remain profitable and pay their regular dividends. Learn to live on your dividends and speculators. Roller coaster price ride just becomes interesting but not important. Just background noise. Question number five. How do you safely invest in penny stocks? You score penny stocks just like you do any other stock. Just because their share price is below $5 does not mean they are not financially strong. Using the IDM software, I avoid stocks scoring under 50. When I go to the charts in the American High Dividend Handbook, I can quickly spot three stocks scoring over 50 that cost $2.50, $4.32, and $3.90. Below a score of 40, I can see four. These are all companies paying dividends. Few of the stocks that you can buy for less than $5 pay dividends, but some do exist. I like dividends because they indicate the company is profitable. I do not speculate on penny stocks that are unprofitable. I have bought a stock a few years ago for $3.57 that was paying a high dividend. It is now trading at $17. I am now going to read from pages 7 to 11 of chapter 1, of Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing. This chapter is titled, Greed and Ignorance. 
The book was released in 2019. This chapter gives background on what motivated me to write the book and all the investment books I have now written. The chapter begins with, Invest for security, wealth, and for the freedom of a reliable dividend income. Despite the honeyed words of financial advisors, keep total control of your investments. It is critical that you know what you are investing in, why you are invested in it, and what each investment transaction is costing you. If you don't, your dream of financial freedom may remain just a dream. Unfortunately, it is not the inclination of investment advisors to educate you about investing. They want you to accept the plans they have for your money without questioning them. My objective is to remove any naivete you have about investing and to make you a street-smart investor. This book describes a method of investing that can provide you with a safe, reliable dividend income equal to at least 6% of the value of the 20 stocks that you will choose for your stock portfolio. A portfolio whose value will grow year after year with ever-increasing dividend payouts. Your fears about living your money Inflation depleting your portfolio or surviving a stock market crash will cease to be a concern. My method of investing comes from the 40 years I spent as a senior executive in the commercial risk information industry. In 1991, several clients requested that I analyze 2 million business records and create a risk score that would sort businesses from the highest to lowest commercial credit risk. My clients are manufacturers, wholesalers, banks, and insurance companies. I created this scoring system at a time when it was not known if such a score was possible. A major bank thoroughly tested the scoring system and declared that it was amazingly predictive in anticipating commercial failures. It is still being used daily by thousands of corporations. When my employer was acquired in 1996 by a much larger corporation, I received a large settlement in lieu of a pension. I knew nothing about investing. Control of that money was given to an investment advisor. By 2000, the money had lost half its value. I took back control of my portfolio and created a stock scoring matrix. I quickly recognized that investment decisions were not dissimilar to the business risk decisions that my commercial credit scoring system had solved. With little effort, this stock scoring system guides the selection and management of my stock portfolio. That portfolio has grown by 300% since the year 2000. It is ever-growing. Dividends now provide me with an income greater than what I earned as a senior vice president in a large international corporation. Initially, I wrote this book thinking that those with hundreds of thousand dollars or even millions of dollars to invest would benefit most from it. However, 
I have since come to realize that even those who are $200 away from insolvency could also benefit by reading it. I can identify with those who live paycheck to paycheck. When I was 24, after a car accident, I needed to borrow $100 at a high rate of interest from a finance company to pay my insurance deductible. Unpredicted expenses do occur. Financial independence would never have crossed my mind at that age. Reading this book would have opened my eyes to the benefits and importance of investing. Some of you may want to share the book with your children. When I was 24, I was oblivious to the reality that I was skirting on the edge of insolvency. It was only the new need to provide for a wife and child that drove me to make a career change, hoping it would bring more income and security. Much to my surprise, I was a success in my new job. I doubled my income in a year. It released my ambition. I learned that if you are stuck in a financial rut to gain wealth, you must make changes that are outside your comfort zone. A concern for my wife and child's ability to manage the stock portfolio that they will inherit was also a major motivator in writing this book. A sense of responsibility requires preparing for all possible events. I wanted to warn investors of the financial advisor sharks who always come to feed on naive investors, just like they came to feed on me. The greed of these sharks forced me to learn how to build and manage a self-directed investment portfolio that would provide a reliable income. This book will accomplish two things. It will negate any fears of being destined to outlive your money and living your final years in abject poverty. It will give you the confidence to make your own investment decisions for the greatest, safest returns. Perhaps my children may squander the inheritance. However, let it never be said that I did not try to prepare them for surviving in an investment jungle that feeds on the innocent, the trusting, and the ignorant. If they follow the method laid out in this book, their inheritance will be safe, their portfolios will grow, and they too will live as comfortably as I have. Upon hearing that my next book was going to be about investing, several worried people approached me. They told me how stressed they were with their investments because they really did not understand whether their investments were good or bad. Their portfolios were shrinking. When questioned, their advisors responded with jargon and a condescending attitude. They were made to feel stupid, intimidated, and unsure about the safety of their investments. I was urged to finish this book quickly so they could see a safe path for their investment. What these investors were seeking was someone who would answer their basic questions about investing the way a friend would. A friend who was bluntly honest had nothing to gain from their investments. Someone who had learned to invest successfully and would patiently explain in detail how it was done. They wanted to understand what they should invest in, why they should invest in it, 
where to find these investments, how to acquire them, and how to monitor them. I am that friend. I am not an investment advisor. I do not have a long list of impressive investment credentials on my business card. All I have is my investment experience and decades of in-depth business knowledge gained designing systems that predicted the success or failure of millions of businesses. Thank you. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Dividend Investing.com.